Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. My targeted areas are those that has a modest growth, also, you know, neutral to positive cash flow one. So because basically I, I don't really want to um, pay out of my pocket, you know, better way is uh, if the renter can cover and uh, still have money in my pocket, that's the best thing. This is Property Invest Story where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyrone Shum and in this episode, we're keeping the conversation going with mobile app developer and property investor Coco9. He will discuss the nuts and bolts of the strategy behind his $2.8 million positive gear portfolio and diverge his secrets to increasing the yield on his properties. Apprehensive about taking on debt when initially considering entering into the property investing market, Nye was motivated to get started when there was a need that needed to be met with action. You with that event, like my wife uh, burned the uh, kitchen bandstop that uh, that we we wanted to we wanted to feel how how it would be like as a as a landlord, and um, yeah. So basically, basically, you know, it's the mindset of when you are stuck in a corner, you you try to push it back as much as you can to get into you know to a position where you are you are comfortable with. A combination of elements eight and nine to get to where he is now with his portfolio, such as spending time on property forums and having a mentor to guide him. You know, self education is one thing. There's another thing is like getting having a, a good mentor behind behind me. You know, when when you know when when buying properties, like it's um, it's also about like how you set your mind when when you got rejected or when you when you when you bought a property that you think is not that much worth, and uh, you later find find out that it's a buyer remorse that you know did, did I really pay well? So it, it's yeah, more about the mindset as well. It was his mentor who helped him overcome his case of buyer's remorse at a time when he was the only bidder for a property. The best example for my case is that the last uh, property that I bought in uh, in, in Belarus, in region region area, that uh, thousand square meter, we uh, it, it was it was a quite interesting um, um, situation then. Like it was just two days before the Christmas, and uh, it was an auction. No one turned up the, no one turned up at the auction, and then I paid, I uh, I put in a, in, I put in my bid at uh, two two hundred and eighty k for the property, and uh, we, uh, you know, 
the, the auction was passed in, like it wasn't which what the vendor was expecting at the moment. Then uh, we we had a yeah, private negotiation afterwards, and uh, we yeah after that we uh, settled down at the uh, 320k for that particular property, and then yeah after after I signed the the document the contract of sale, and then I came back home and think oh is did I did I pay too much for that because uh, there was no no other bidders at all. But on the other hand, I thought it it you know it's just because of the Christmas period that the market is also quiet. Then uh, yeah, then then I had a chat to 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 my mentor, mentor, and he said you know it's think about that it's it's a uh, land content that that really matters, you know this this last property among all six uh, all seven properties that I have this particular property might be. You know the best performing property in in your journey. So it it's also yeah yeah. So the the mindset that I have to put in to really know that what I have done is you know not to be you know remorseful. Since then, he has come to learn that once you hold a property for one or two cycles, you can really see the effect of compound interest on your investment. And compared with similar properties on the market, he believes he has chosen well. Not not long after, like a week ago, I uh, tried to browse around the soul sole session of the um, the um, uh, real estate websites and saw that you know for a thousand square meter they are selling like five hundred thousand for a thousand square meter land which has a very very similar condition like like mine so um, yeah I'm uh, pretty happy with that. In addition to his mentor, he found a good mortgage broker on the property chat forum who guided him through some of the most vital aspects of property investing. I learned a lot about a lot about. How you know uh, loan structure is important, and uh, you know mindset and attitude towards property property market in the in the area that I'm interested in, and uh, and also the the uh, knowing the market really well. So that that's that's something that you know a mentor can really help you out. In terms of books. Nine would recommend to aspiring property investors who are looking to condition their mindset. He names those written by authors like Florence Latour and David Schwartz. Yeah, I would say um, um, your property success from uh, James Blacksmith and uh, Personality Plus, The Magic of Thinking Big, just to name a few. And what has been the best advice he's ever received? I would say he said at one point that there are plenty of fishes in the sea, so there will always be properties in the market that you can buy so if you miss out on one and if you think it's not a it's not a, a good deal for you to pay then there, there will still be many more in the market. Nine's initial strategy when locating a property is to research areas with good growth and educate himself as much as he can on those markets. Before we uh, we look at you know different different suburbs around Melbourne to to why we just look at you know try to see uh, what if you know a, a place you know a suburb is you know good in growth or is if it is good for families and stuff so I researched a lot about individual suburbs as well and then and then later on like my uh, you know it yeah it's more like you know self-educating the property market. 
In terms of criteria that he considers when purchasing a property, he looks at the land size and the potential to add value. Yeah, like basically what I mentioned previously, it, it's it's land that uh, that uh, that matters most. So you know, you you see you see like lands are getting scarce every every day. Like you know, as in uh, if you see the Melbourne, like you know, the city is growing outwards because there's no no not much land available in the inner city. So yeah, so what I what I do as my strategy is look, looking for properties with uh, a very good land size, so at least 600 square meter if possible. For me personally, I also avoid, you know, uh, renovated properties. So I, I, I uh, you know, based on the books that I read before, I really look at the potential to add value through renovation. So, renovate, you know, potential to add value through renovation is another, another criteria that I look at as well. Oh, I may look at the... Uh, the cosmetic renovations, like structure, structure ones are a bit, a bit. Um, you need a bit more effort to do to do the structure one. So what I basically do is just the cosmetic renovations at the moment. Try to paint, try to you know change the carpet or you know upgrade the kitchen. So that way you can also expect a bit, a, a bit, a bit higher rent as well. Areas nine targets original locations. Which provide him with a positive to neutral cash flow. My targeted areas are those that has a modest growth, also you know neutral to positive cash flow one. So because basically I don't really want to pay out of my pocket. You know, better way is if the renter can cover and still have money in my pocket. That's the best thing. So you know that that shouldn't also shouldn't also eliminate uh, the aspect of growth as well. So I look at the you know modest growth area like you know Geelong, Ballarat, or Bendigo in regional areas. You know Logan is also you know modest in its growth. Coming up after the break, we'll delve into the nuts and bolts of Nine's property investing strategy. Another question one, what for three hundred and fifteen? thousand dollars and I put in another sixteen thousand for renovations and uh, currently renting for four eighty which is a uh, yeah a big a big cash flow property at the moment for me. How he has expanded his portfolio over time? If I include my own home as well, it will be um, two point eight million. And that's next. I'm Tyron Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. Looking at buying property, unsure which suburb to choose? Let me share with you an amazing tool. It's called Location Score and it's the simplest way to decide where to buy profitable property all over Australia. Created by property experts Ben Kingsley, Bryce Holloway and Jeremy Shepard. You can check it out at propertyinvestory.com forward slash location score. Now with six properties working for him, his portfolio is generally quite positively geared. The first one we bought in uh, Ballarat, it cost yeah two hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars. Currently renting for two hundred and eighty, so that's obviously um, um, positive gear right now. 
And the second one, also in Tavares, bought for $250. And uh, currently, we're renting for $280. That's a bit neutral at the moment. So not too bad. And the, the third one in Woodbridge, in the Logan area, bought for $335K. And they're currently renting for $390. So that's also positive here at the moment. And uh, the next one, the fourth one, is in uh, Crestmead. And uh, I, w- I bought it for um, 326k, and uh, currently renting for uh, 410 per week. And that's the, the yeah, the fifth one, which I uh, which I um, you know mentioned as an aha moment, is the uh, the another Crestmead one bought for 315 thousand dollars and I put in another sixteen thousand for renovations and uh currently renting for four eighty which is uh yeah a big a big cash flow property at the moment for me. And uh the last one we bought in the uh Redan, which is also in the Palarat area, a thousand square meter one that was bought for uh three hundred and twenty K currently renting for three hundred uh, three hundred dollars per week. So yeah basically very balanced and uh, positive if yeah okay and, and what's the total value of your portfolio worth now if I include my own home as well it will be um, 2.8 million good thing is that you know I can easily think of the growth as a bonus you know even though the growth the growth will be something that can bring you you know expand expand your portfolio in future Nine's ultimate goal for his portfolio is to provide for his retirement. You know, my uh, primary goal is to you know retire uh, properly, not just on the uh, on the uh, pension. So that's 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 my goal. Like you know, a lot of a lot of um, you know average Australian retire on uh, pension, and uh, we can barely barely meet their daily uh, or monthly monthly expenses. So so I don't want to be in this situation. So what I, what I what I do. Basically, is uh, try to put in put you know nested eggs, and uh, hopefully it will hatch into a, a very good chicken or hen in the end. Having built a portfolio worth two point eight million so far, he still has a long way to go before he reaches his ultimate goal. My target is to reach um, thirty properties. So that's also with my same mentor, we try to work out you know the the amount of properties needed for me in terms of uh, to live in a in a in a you know a comfortable retirement life so so there was a number like 30 investment probably around you know sub 300k worth of property each a personal habit which nine attributes to his success in property is being certain of the criteria he's looking for i would say that discipline like you know trying to get get things done properly and uh, very effectively like when i try to look at you know you know the real estate uh portal i need to know what my criteria is and uh uh, you know uh, otherwise you you'll be look browsing through you know hundreds of hundreds of properties and you get lost so i would say you know really really know the criteria that that i'm looking at If he were to meet himself from 10 years ago, what would he say? 
I would say don't neglect the uh, aspect of good debt. And um, if if you, if you are only thinking about debt without realizing that there 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 are good debt and bad debt at all, you won't you won't go any farther. Yeah, that will that will be my first message to him. I I would I would say that you know leveraging is another aspect that you, that he needs to learn, like using bank money to you know, leverage your wealth further. For the next five years, Nine is excited to put the knowledge he has gleaned so far through his property journey to good use. Uh, over the next five years, I would say I learned a lot about property investing over the past three years. And uh, with, you know, proper tools and knowledge, with me at the moment, spending time buying will be a lot more exciting process, you would say, and uh, you know a way to a way to overcome the buyer's remorse is another aspect. He's also excited to be continuing on with his full-time job in software development while also setting up his mortgage broking business. Setting up my uh, mortgage broking. Um, business at the moment as a part-time part-time uh, carrier so so I'm not totally getting rid of my full-time job because you know you know it's um, you know at the at the end at the end you, you want to do what what you like most so I'm currently I'm currently working as a, as a full-time job not not because I have to because because uh, I'm, I'm also currently living Part of my, uh, my monthly expense with with the uh, rent as well. So, so, so I would say you know I'm currently working as a full time because because I wanted to. If you'd like to connect with Nine and find out more about his strategy, you can do so via email. Alternatively, you can message him through Property Chat. Uh, there would be you know um, through. Email that's uh, coco9 at gmail.com, K O K O N A I N G at gmail.com. So you can shoot up, you know, any any questions or any um, you know tips and tricks that you would like to know. I'm happy to I'm happy to share. Thank you to Coco9, our guest on this episode of Property Invest Story. If you want to hear more about his journey, then visit our website at propertyinveststory.com. Simply type in the search bar Coco9 and select that episode to learn more about his story. Also, are you looking at buying property in 2018? Would you like expert tips and advice on the best ways you can purchase property? Whether you're a new or experienced investor, learn from the experts by downloading the Property Investment Buying Handbook. It contains the best tips and advice from 37 of Australia's leading property experts. Simply visit propertyinveststory.com and subscribe to get your copy right now. Thanks for listening.